everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Local Influencers Podcast. On today's podcast, I am joined by Rocky, the DJ. Rocky is a local DJ, also MC. He um, is at Gemini here in Corpus Christi, I believe, on Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday, if I'm not mistaken. Um, Rocky, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. For sure. So, yeah, man. I, so I have uh, I followed you on social media because I saw that we had like you came up like on my um, kind of Instagram's version of like mutual friends, you know, like suggested follows. Right. And I just thought like I I listened to some of your mixed cloud stuff, and I was like, oh you man, did? this guy's yeah, yeah. I, I appreciate to, like, that. Your, your thanks, ho- I listened yeah. to your Halloween Thank one. You. Um, there was one that you did for you were on Hudson ninety fives like uh, five o'clock traffic jam, which is like one yeah. of my favorite things to listen to. I listened to right that, on. and so um, yeah, so I was that's I was like, yeah, I gotta have this guy on. So um, again, thanks for being here, man. So oh, thanks for having me. For sure. So I always like to get started from the very beginning. Um, Rocky, so how did you get, how did you know that being DJ or an MC and in, in the entertainment business is something that you wanted to do? Or is it something that you kind of just fell into? Uh, well, it's a little bit of both. My my dad, my father was a, was a DJ. My grandfather was a DJ. So I'm a third generation DJ. And uh, yeah, so I guess when I was younger, I mean, the influence was always there um definitely um the dj thing the origin for that i mean i asked you my dad my dad put me onto a lot of music and he was always doing gigs when i was a kid and stuff like that so it just rubbed off on me um but i've just i've always had well i've i've always had this thing uh for entertainment i've always had a uh a lot of respect for entertainers and stuff like that um that and then i grew up in phoenix arizona so you know, my dad had a heavy influence. My mom and my dad split some point when I was like 10, 11 years old, right? So I spent a lot of time in the car with my mom and she wasn't really big on the DJ thing or whatever, but the DJs in Phoenix were just, they were iconic. They were, they were some of the best DJs. I'd be in the car and that's how I got through that whole, you know, that little emotional time in my life or whatever. Uh, just jamming out to this DJ, just, just getting rid of the world. We didn't have a lot of money and the radio was free. So, so in my in my opinion, I got to tune into these you know these these crazy good DJs for free. I thought it was such a treat. You know, it was it was a treat to watch my dad work as well. Don't get don't get it wrong, but um, once I heard these guys um, spinning on on Power ninety eight point three and in Phoenix and just killing it, people like M two, Chris Villa, uh, Jaden, that DJ class on for a while. Um, I can go on and on and on about Phoenix DJs, but uh, once I heard that that level. I was like, I, I want to be on that level one day, and uh, you know, here I am trying to pursue that dream. So, that's awesome, man. Um, I love that you're a third generation uh, DJ. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It's kind of have like a, it's kind of like a little fan, family legacy type of thing going on. You know, like you can kind of relate yeah. to, you know, and then and then you see it evolve over time. You see what your dad went through, and like how he came up, and like you see now with, uh, you know, um, social media is a big part of anything entertainment or really i say small business content creator anything that anyone does social media plays such a big part of it right you have to promote yourself these days yeah and back in the day like you said um i also was um listening to the radio all the time and for season my season five premiere of the podcast i had 
um, a local to me legend, it, Coco from Coco on the okay. Radio. And yeah, she was, yeah, yeah. She was my season five she, premiere. She was at, I think I met her at Planet, right? She, she worked on the she, station she, right now? Um, yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. She's cool. She's cool. Yeah. yeah. And so I actually told her, like, I, I grew up listening to her on the radio when I was younger. And I remember and she, that was the first time I heard, besides music, uh, conversations. Like, they had, like, you know, like, the morning talk shows. And, like, they kind of had, like, a mini talk shows in between music. And that's right. the first time that I got kind of like sparked for that creativity of like, man, like the, the you know, they, the radio DJs and everyone kind of spun like that's where podcasts came from. You know, yeah, what I mean? for sure. Definitely. Yeah. And so I appreciate the art form so much. And I, I have so much respect for people like you, like DJs. And then not only that, but it, it, so much goes into that and promoting yourself. But you also MC. And so that yeah. is, you're basically, hosting the party you have to come with all the energy you know what i mean yeah, you have to a lot you, of energy man because if, if you don't have energy. that if you don't hype up even if there's five people in the place or 100 people 200 you 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 kind of set the tone right and so yeah. how did I'm you, glad you get going, it yeah <laughs> how did man, you kind of people are just like bro your job's so great I'm like it is great my job's great that's what i'm saying this job's a lot of energy man like yeah. i've had some i've had some very laborious jobs right like i've had some really grunty jobs those in the army like, you know what I'm saying? So I've, I've done some, you know, I've slept in foxholes and stuff like that. You know what I mean? A couple of times. And so it's like, even then, like the energy output that I, cause I don't want to do a bad job with this. You know, I'm very passionate about this stuff and I want people to have a good time. And dude, it's a lot of energy. Like it drains my social battery. Like it's insane. My, uh, I don't know. I just, uh, I didn't prepare for that going into it when I switched over to doing like, a, like this full time. This is all I do now. You know what I mean? I just I just DJ and I do the MC thing or whatever and just get personality like six, seven days a week. And uh man, I, I just find myself extremely exhausted putting out that energy sometimes, man. So I'm glad you recognize because some people just think like I just walk in the door and like just turn up, you know what I'm saying? It's not, no. it's not all of it. I mean, it's a great job. I get to turn up with you guys and have a great time. I'm not complaining, but man, it's a uh, the uh my social battery is drained. Like I don't have the problem sitting at home anymore don't want to go anywhere from that at work like i'm good yeah because your work is kind of like your um it's like work and then you're having fun at the same time but like you're you're outside like you're social like we're normal people like with the normal let's just say quote-unquote normal eight to five job their yeah. their escape is to go to places like gemini and to go to these right. places local bars and pubs and to kind of get their form of escapism, but like your job is to like create that environment for them. So it's like you're you're having fun while doing it. You're I'm sure your adrenaline's kind of pumping through you, and then yeah. and then so like on your downtime, you're just like, dang, like you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. It's like a, it's like a candle that just got put out. You know, you still have like that the flame. It doesn't just turn off right away. It's like, and then yeah. it's like, you know. By the time I get home, it could be three, four o'clock in the morning, depending on if I'm getting paid that night or what happened, and you know uh, what, we, what things we got to sort out, what do we got to talk about, future uh, endeavors, you know what I mean, ways to advertise, ideas for the future. So you never know. And um, so yeah, the, the hours are weird, but um, the most uh, so the most straining thing is that is that social battery. Like uh, especially with the holidays, man. I had to apologize to my friends a couple times. It was just like trying to hang out normally so when i had the chance with some of my friends i'm like man i'm sorry guys i just 
I'm just, I don't, I'm out of it. Like, you know what I'm saying? I just, I'm, I'm super out of it. I'm giving, um, I'm giving my all to people so much. You know what I mean? That uh, I, I just, I just, sometimes I come home and I don't have a whole lot left to, I don't have a whole lot of uh, creativity on the mind. And I just want to, just want to chill out, you know? Yeah, I completely understand. So how, how did you um, kind of not transition, but kind of integrate the, like you doing your mixes and being a DJ into hosting and emceeing like how did that come about was uh that's something that you're interested in again or was that something that kind of was like you were like opportunity no, that, was a, that was an accident yeah a lot of people a lot of people like so a lot of people know me as an MC first and you know a lot of people know me as a dj first um seems like more people these days know me as the MC first because it's just what i was just kind of made an angle for myself here recently but i, I, I totally consider myself a dj first like a dj at heart Got mad love for the DJs. Love the art form. Like, the way you love podcasts. Oh, by the way, so so radio got you into podcasting? Is this like is this like your thing? Or is this like a side thing? Because podcasting this, these days can be uh, like a side thing. So this is my side. This pays, this is just, I've been doing podcasting for a very long time. Uh, probably for, yeah. for about maybe eight years now. And, um... And but you're so, making money for this, right? It's uh, paying some bills, but it's not my full. It's not. It's not my full. It's not my full time job. Oh, yeah. I have a. I have a full time job, but I. I'm, I'm very creative, so I do podcasting, and I also have books published. So I write books as well, and so that's I, awesome, dude. I, I stay yeah. busy, man. <laughs> but yeah, like you, know, yeah. you know, um, it's radio did and DJing influenced me to want to talk to people and um kind of grow my social like my just my like network of people i like to go somewhere and wherever i go i recognize someone i talk to some there's someone that i've interviewed or someone that um has been on one of my other podcasts and they're like hey man like we've been virtually and so it's like good to just have that like that i don't know just sense of community yeah coastal band so it's fun yeah yeah. super excellent I'm glad you're taking pride in this stuff, man. I mean, you know, living here, like a lot of people are fresh, frustrated or they want to say some negative things about Corpus Christi. I'm like, I'm not from here, so I don't have that same, like, resentment. Yeah. I think it's a great place, man. I think it's a great market size. I think it's a, a great place for anybody doing anything to get started. I was like, this it's not like a super small town where, you're, where you are limited on opportunity. It's not such a big town where you get engulfed in all this opportunity. It's like the right size place, man. I think it's you know I think with the right with the right perception, this place is like very uh, vital. You know what I'm saying? It could be very vital. It, it already has been, but I think like going into the future, you know what I'm saying? Once we get all this construction, all this stuff done, I mean, like a decade down the road, this place could be super vital, especially being the coastal bend where a lot of these kids want to come visit the beach or whatever. But aside from that, I would love to see the city just be really focused on on uh on on like youth on like the future because i think this is such a i've lived in a lot of places around the country and like this is such a great place for someone to get started and to do anything like you you want to do anything start in corpus christi why not you know what i mean come on yeah and uh i always i have this conversation quite a bit on the podcast so where i talk about like that's what kind of reason why i started this podcast in particular where i highlight people uh it was I was focused just on the coastal band, but I've since kind of stretched it out into uh, okay, right the, state of, the state of Texas now yeah. uh, because Corpus to me 
is like gets such a bad rap. And when I was younger, I remember saying like, oh, I hate Corpus. But until you go out and look for things, you don't realize like, damn, there's always something happening here. If you look for it, there's events all the time. There's, you know, it's kind of scary because of COVID now, right? It's a little, people are kind of timid with that. Yeah, I mean, fair enough, fair enough. We have to adapt. You have to adapt, you know? So get your mask and go get your mask and go outside and, and go to one of these markets that are popped up all the, there's markets every weekend somewhere. Yeah. Um, and these people and need, they, these people need the, uh, they need the, I mean, I wouldn't say not, not help, but they need the support. They need yeah. the support. You know, I, I've done a lot of these uh, um, local vendors now where I go DJ for, for some of these markets and stuff like that. And it's great. It's like, it's just a bunch of people trying to make it on their own. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's super, it's, it, and they're putting a lot of time and effort for this stuff. You know what I mean? They have great, there's a lot of people out in, in this city that have great products, that have great ambition, that are really providing something unique. You know what I mean? And it, it's it's worth it. I know that there is a crazy like you know obviously we're living through crazy times, but man, you got. You, I mean, um, there's not a whole lot you can say about that. Some people are, you have different perceptions or whatever. But I, I, I'm like you. I'm like, dude. Um, if you can, if you're healthy, get out there and support these people. You're missing out on some really. Uh, really awesome stuff that that corpus christi is providing and if people have that negative perception about corpus like you said maybe growing up maybe all they got to do is get out to a couple of these local events and we got to keep spreading the word because there's a lot of awesome stuff happening in the city man it's special you know yeah for sure and so kind of circling back to your dj thing what is it about djing that you it like what is it about it that like the that art form that excites you and that makes you want to continue and do that and um like yeah just what keeps you entertained in that you know well, like 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 we talked about man uh well before before we, we went live with this thing like we stay busy so i yeah. just i've been so that's been i mean since the holidays dude like just yesterday i woke up and i was like man i get it i'm gonna have a normal day i'm have a normal day i went for a run meal preps you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, yeah, I, I walked my dog twice, walked Lily twice. I was like, man, I got time for things. And uh, and I had to sit down and uh, there's a lot of behind the scenes DJ stuff that DJs have to do, stand on top of their music and organizing their laptop and their hard drives and all that stuff and make sure their equipment is all up to date. Just a lot of that stuff. So I would say recently, that's what's been keeping is just the pure, the sheer, um, just how busy I've been. I'm just very grateful. Never thought when I was, Get, like it took me a lot. I mean, I've always been into DJing. I've always been pressing buttons. I mean, since high school, man. Like, I got my first gig in high school. Um, but that's the sheer success of it has been, has been pushing me uh, lately. I've only been doing this full time since this is the last go around of spring. So last spring is really when I when I did the the mix for Z95 and uh, mm-hmm. Chris and stuff. I was literally trying to do a a freaking uh, on-phone interview with him for Z. And I'm working at a restaurant still at the time. I'm out on the border and I'm bartending and I'm in a liquor cabinet. And um, they needed me to work a bunch of extra crazy hours and I'm because it's spring break time. But I'm also like this DJ life is starting to engulf me. So I'm like getting all these gigs for springtime, you know. And then, like I said, like trying to trying to meet, uh, talk to Chris while I'm sex on the phone. And I'm in the liquor cabinet and uh, this lady was not happy. She was, um, how, well, how do we say, like a Karen. Like, like a Karen. <laughs> and um, she was 
she wasn't very happy. Granted, when you're in the service industry, you just, you gotta, there's no excuses. People, you just gotta yeah. put your head down and say yes and go. She, uh, she, I was very preoccupied. And she was just like, are you not happy to be here? I'm like, uh, as a matter of fact, I was like, I quit. I was like, just like a movie. I was like mid shift. I was like, threw the, threw the apron off. I was like, I'm out. I got things to do. Trying to go talk to Chris Fonseca and beyond. <laughs> that was a big deal for me being on the on the on the to mix on the air because I was on that I was on I was an on air personality for Planet 102.3, but to actually to, but to mix for Z95, especially during the traffic jam, that was like a big deal for me. Especially like when I was telling you, like when I was a kid coming up listening to these DJs and uh, mixing on the air and stuff, it was a big deal. It was a big um, full circle for me. So I wasn't gonna let that opportunity slide because of on the border and I apologize to uh, yeah. on the border like my bad man because i know like when someone does that like you gotta pick up extra shifts and it's kind of a nightmare for everybody working there <laughs> um so i kind of apologize about it being so dramatic um but this but this dj thing has engulfed me and that's what has kept me going like i didn't think i could just do this full time for the longest time i don't know why i don't know why i didn't get my i always thought like in the back of my head I was like eventually eventually i'll let myself do it eventually I let myself do it it just came to that um, it just had I had to have my back against the wall, kind of a feeling for it to happen. And uh, ever since I did that, it's been nonstop, and it's been surprising. And that's what I'm just very grateful that I get to do something that I like to do. I don't have to. I don't really clock in anymore. I pretty much set my own schedule, and I, and on a lot of levels, I'm more successful in this than I've than anything else I've ever done in my entire life. So it's just a blessing. I'm just still in this uh, i hope it never fades away but i'm just still in this very grateful phase of this of this career i guess now that um this path with djing and stuff so i'm just very happy i'm very i'm very happy to be to be busy but i'm also very happy to be uh, incorporated with uh to meet so many people to be to be integrated part of weddings you know uh quinces uh, brand openings um holidays at clubs special events it's, it's it's an honor man it's an honor to be a part because you're sharing uh you know um pivotal moments with people in, in their lives you know what i'm saying you, i get to be a part of that so i'm, I'm just i'm grateful i'm happy uh, I'm, I'm just uh i'm always overwhelmed that people choose me to be a part of their big days you know what i mean so mm-hmm. nice yeah for sure i i i think that that was the right thing to do like um i mean like you said it's kind of tough because it puts the workload on someone else but yeah, sometimes sometimes it's okay to be selfish for yourself. Like you have to, when there's a door open, sometimes you need to jump in, like you need to run towards that door before it gets shut. Cause you don't ever know when the next yeah. door is going to open. And it's scary sometimes, but I've said this a hundred times and I, I literally will say it to myself. Like if you're not scared to do something, you're like, well, like once you are scared to do something, you're heading in the right path. If something scares yeah. you, you're doing yeah. the right thing. Just follow your gut. You know what I mean? And you yeah. you did exactly that. You're like, you know what? I'm going to, like, you kind of chose yourself at that moment. And that, uh, look at, you know, like you said, here we are almost going into a year uh, later. And uh, you you have a steady kind of flow of business happening, right? And so that's a good thing. Yeah. Um, what would you say to someone that's interested in maybe DJing or hosting or emceeing? Uh, what would you uh, just like, if you had to give some advice for people that are listening that are interested in it, but they haven't pulled the trigger? Um, what are some words of advice that you'd give someone um, kind of start up like? Um, 
man uh yeah that's a great question i think if i was giving myself advice so the biggest the biggest piece of advice would kind of go along the lines of what you were saying uh pull that trigger you just got to pull that trigger man give it a shot um a big reason for me though why i didn't pull the trigger for so long was i was in the army i couldn't i tried to have gigs steadily when i was in the army and i was always gone for stuff you can't you, this job that, and that leads me into my next point, though. Um, pull the trigger, uh, but you, consistency is everything. Consistency is everything. And I think that goes beyond DJing, MCing, whatever. Whatever you want to do, you got to be a consistent product. You got to put out, you know, you just, you just, you can't. I haven't missed a single weekend at Gemini aside from COVID stuff since I started working there three years now. So it's uh, it's a grind, man. And if you're not, if you're not willing to, to, the entertainment business is a sacrifice and you have to be consistent. That's the biggest piece of advice I can get. That's, that's reality. The reality of entertainment, I have an awesome job. The reality of it is I don't, I don't get to travel a lot. I mean, uh, when I go out of town, it's very quick here and there. Uh, during the week, I got to make time for it. If I, if I want to do something like that, usually it's cause I have to, I'm trying to go pick up another piece of equipment or something like that. Um, yeah, you, you sacrifice a lot of those, when your friends are going out and stuff like that, or you want to be a part of a family event or something like that. I don't know. I don't really have a lot of family in town or anything, but same similar things. Um, you're going to sacrifice a lot of that, a lot of that time. Your nights are gone. Your hours are weird. Just the preparation for it all. You know what I'm saying? I would just, I would just point those things out. I had, I started learning those things, you know, obviously a lot more as a, as I, as I just started rolling with the punches, I was like, Oh yeah. I was like, I don't get any, uh, no, they don't get vacations. I am the vacation. You know what I'm saying? There's no, ain't no breaks. You know what I'm saying? And um, I've gone through several, like, I don't know, man, like just uh, dips. I want to say like panic attacks, maybe. I don't know, man. Like when you, um, it's, it's, it's a grind, man. It's a different kind of grind, this entertainment thing. You know how it is, man. You're putting together an awesome show and you got to put in the work and, uh, and your show, man, you got to, you got to provide a consistent product or else you should fall off. And consistency is everything in the entertainment business. So anybody trying to do entertainment, it's awesome. It's cool. But just just prepare yourself for the for also for the reality for the workload of it and be and be a consistent product. That's all. That's the biggest piece of advice I can give. Yeah, for sure. So for everybody that is personal and close to me knows that I am obs- like obsessed with Beyonce, like my life revolves. Okay. Like yeah. And so like I have this tattoo, can't really see it. And it's like it's like a little queen bee tattoo with oh, like the, dope. the pyramid yeah. kind of like, oh, you like know, hinting with the oh, Illuminati cool. or whatever, but, uh, you know, and you believe so, the Illuminati, is that real? Is no, that I, it's kind of, it's kind of like, coming for me. <laughs> it's kind of like a joke. Happy. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, and inside the little crown above the bee, it says WWBD. Like what would Beyonce do? Because, no. because she, in so many of her interviews, she's like, if I say I'm tired, everyone that gives everyone around me yeah. the opportunity to say they're tired. And Real. so, you know, she'll sleep. Like I told you before, I think before we start recording, I slept a few hours. I got up. Yeah. I had to go to the gym this morning because I'm improving my fitness over the past. That's what's know, up, man. Over the past few Good months, I've lost 40 pounds, you know. That's what's up, baby. Yeah. Get it, bro. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. And so, um, you know, I that's important to me now, and it also is helped with mental health and all this stuff. And so, 
every day when I'm like tired and I'm up late recording, people don't see like, like you said, the entertainment business, like podcasting, DJing, um, being an artist, um, writing books, people don't see behind the scenes stuff. Like after we record, you go on, you said you have a full day ahead of you. Uh, I go on, I have, I think, I don't know how many more podcasts today, like every 45 minutes I have a podcast today. And then they don't, and then they don't see the, they don't see behind the scenes, right? They don't see like we have to edit. We have to not only edit, but we are then you have to create, we have to create social media content for that and plan it. And so I do my, my social media contents planned a month in advance. So all my social media posts are done. Good for you. But people don't see like that grind. So like when you say like, when people want to get into this industry of any kind of being an artist of being a content creator, you have to be able to, I have a full-time, I have a full-time job and, um, I do all of this on the side. And so people don't realize like you have to make time for what you love. And then you, like you said, there's going to be days that you're, you're, you said it earlier, your friends invite you to dinner, but you're like, you know what, man, like for me, I can't go because I gave myself, I gave all of myself to everyone else today. And like for today, I, like these, uh, a couple of hours, you know what? I'm going to lay in bed and watch Netflix. You know what I mean? Because I need to. Well, that's like, what you got to do, man. You yeah, know, you, you to recharge your battery for the next day. <laughs> Recharging the battery is crucial. You got to be a an influence, right? If you yeah. want to be, if you want to be a, if you want to be in this industry, you got to, you got to find ways to recharge because people don't, people don't, you know, it's just like anything else. They don't care, bro. They don't care. They need you. They want you to be excited. They want you to be happy. They don't care how bad it is. A, a, a day you had you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. they, they you know but part of my recharging strategy now i got this little girl her name's lily oh there you yeah. go that's she, I, so if i've been looking down at the floor she's been <laughs> at my feet and stuff i don't mean to be be rude or interrupt but yeah she, she's um she's at the crib so i just i take care of her and she likes she likes to hang out with me and stuff like that so she's been pretty big in the in the recharging process for me yeah she's a good dog because she's been quiet this whole time my dogs i had to put them outside because they're wild like they'll hear you through my airpods and they'll just start like i'm like okay y'all yeah (laughs) they get excited quickly so uh she has her moments but she's she's a good girl for the most part yeah yeah so i can relate i'm a dog dad i have four dogs they're my babies too so uh, yeah shout out to the is, dog dads out there work. yeah shout out, <laughs> shout out to the first the first the fur dads and moms out there yeah um god god forbid somebody like the, the biggest thing automatically comes to mind though somebody with the kids like i have a kid well i'm like you know i'm a kid but i got a dog and it's like <laughs> yeah a terrible it's a terrible <laughs> argument it's a terrible argument because i'm like if i have things to do i just put her in the kennel you know what yeah, I'm saying? <laughs> so it's that's like, exactly it's, what i do but it's like it's a weird place for like for like uh pet owners you know what i'm saying so it's like that's a lot of work she's a lot of work man like she's you know you know how it is and i got her when she she's my first baby i've always had dogs oh, a year okay. old and uh that's I fostered a, a dog at yeah she yeah she was a baby baby so yeah a lot of doctor visits a lot of money a lot of this, waking lot up of in the middle of the night yeah yeah she likes so, to, they probably she probably doesn't People, that's what I'm saying. Like people with kids, like I, I couldn't. I'm not a parent. I don't know that I want to be one. But like I'm a dog parent, and I know like I'm like I understand. But does your kid doctor visit? Yeah. I know your kid's doctor visits. I know my vet bills. I know how much that costs. Yeah, but do yeah. your does your dog does your kid's haircut cost a hundred and fifty dollars? Right. Because right, my right. dog's haircut costs a hundred and fifty dollars. 
So, this know, one right here, she a little bougie girl. She's a little, yeah. little bougie one. She she has to have all the all the good stuff, all the good foods, all the good stuff. Yeah, but yeah, it's, she's a good girl. But yeah, it's always that's always my thing. Is like she, I, I got her to help me be better at at home, to help me work from the house and not be uh, you know not lose my mind. I just live here by myself. You know what I mean. Yeah, and, something um, you have to. She kind of grounds you because you have to. You know that you have to go back home to her. Like you got to spend time with her. Yeah, you have to nurture her. Like you know what I mean. Yeah, so. she needs time. She will. She will let me know if I like. Right now, she's getting real antsy. She's like, "Why aren't you holding me?" She's like, "What's going on? <laughs> Who are you talking to?" If I put her down right now, she's like, "Want to be up there?" Um, <laughs> well, welcome me. to the welcome to the podcast, Lily. Right? You said Lily was hey. her name. Welcome to the <laughs> podcast, Lily. Hey, hi, Lily. <laughs> hi, Mama um yeah. and so before we wrap now's the time for you to kind of plug anything and everything you'd like so where can people find you uh your social media handles all that good stuff man uh honestly i don't even have that many followers or anything like that i'm, I'm very grateful for followers i have i'm super late to all the social media stuff super late it was never my cup of tea honestly still kind of isn't I, I i appreciate it a lot more now before i started doing this full-time i did not give enough credit mm -hmm. to to, to how much work the social media game is like before i was just like a lot like a lot of people in the army like look at this girl who's 10,000 uh, yeah. followers <laughs> like, just because she's a girl I'm like no it's because she busts her ass somewhat i mean there's a there's yeah <laughs> that some girls are out there just some girls are just um very attractive and they get they get help that way but no there's some girls that are that have it all going on yes yeah, she's an attractive female and that helps but these people not just females but everybody's busting their ass to uh to try and live life on their own terms and that's something i just didn't realize until i got into this game so yeah uh follower support would be cool if you, if you get a chance um if not i'm busy so i mean these, these, <laughs> i got 480 followers and that's great for them because they keep me busy so i'm not dissing my followers love my followers but uh, if you want to follow me on instagram it's uh at rocky the dj double r because somebody else there's one other guy rocky the dj and he's doing nothing. Is there a way? Can I can I buy his account? No, like, you can't so do it. Believe me, dude. Oh I've looked into God. it because I have my own personal Instagram, but I, it's actually yeah. like my author Instagram, and my name is uh, Abel Zuna. And so I wanted to get my handle Abel Zuna because I have the website uh -huh. ablezuna.com, and yeah. there's a page on Instagram that's been around for years, and they haven't posted anything. And right? I'm like, dude, you're wasting the name. Like, I, re I reported it, and there's like, there's nothing we can do. Damn. I keep hoping that it'll, it'll pop up. But yeah, so mine has the double R because the other Rocky, the DJ, I don't even know if he, I don't know what he's doing. But if you if you ever watch this podcast, Mr. 1R Rocky, the DJ, <laughs> better start making use of that name. It's an excellent yeah. name. Uh, but yeah, I'm double R Rocky, the DJ on Instagram. Um, I don't really have like, I really don't do TikTok. I should, uh, because that's where it's popping. But oh, I have like enough. You. That'd be really yeah, I know, I know, I know. TikTok is popping and stuff. But uh, dude, it took me long enough to like get into the Instagram <laughs> game. You know, I'm not. I'm. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not as. I'm not as savvy with the uh, as a lot of these people are. But um, like I said, I mean, uh, things are going well. So it's like I kind of. I was stressed about it hard when I first went over full time with the social media stuff. I'm not not paying attention to it. I'm on it every day, just like everybody else. But um, yeah, ever, I still get people DMing me every day about doing some kind of business. So very grateful for that. If anybody is following me or, or whatever, I'm very grateful to have you guys for sure. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I will have the link to Rocky's Instagram in the show notes. So all you'll have to do is scroll down and click on it, and it'll take you straight to his Instagram. And uh, yeah, so it'll be that easy for our listeners. So again, Rocky, thank you very much for your time today. Uh, I appreciate having you on. Um, Lily, it was nice to meet you. (laughs) And and, uh, for all of our listeners out there, wherever you are listening, please head out to your community, make a change and do something positive. Have a great day, everyone. Yeah, take care.